Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's podcast, we are talking all about sexual biohacking and the different types of treatments available to improve your pleasure and intimacy. This episode is phenomenal. Lots of really good takeaways here. And guess what? Coming gets better with practice, as today's guest will tell us here in this episode. Are you craving more in the bedroom? Are you desiring deep connection to yourself and your partner? Are you wanting something just a little bit more fun? If so, the ultimate guide for foreplay is for you. This is an absolutely free guide with 10 of my favorite tips and tricks to spice it up in the bedroom to help just try something new, try something different, try something fun, try something playful, and bring more spice and sexiness into the bedroom. Go to foreplay.jordandonnell.com to get your ultimate guide to foreplay. Joining me today is Susan Bratton. She is the intimacy expert to millions. She is also the champion and advocate for all of those who desire intimacy and passion throughout their entire lifetime. She is the co-founder and CEO of two corporations, Personal Life Media, a publisher of heart-connected lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills, and The 20, a manufacturer for organic and botanical supplements that enhance sexual vitality. So Susan, I'm so excited to have you here today to chat a little bit more. I want to start with talking about sexual biohacking. What exactly is this? Well, biohacking, Jordan, is when you use what are called regenerative treatments to improve your performance. And when you do this to your genitals, to your vulva and your vagina, and by the way, I love this about you, that you and I are both sexual anatomy geeks. So yay for that. I like to, I know all the parts and I love to, I love to teach people all the words. Sexual biohacking is often considered a series of synergistic treatments and things that you can do to solve the problems that women have with their physical anatomy. So as women age, they, and I'm talking specifically sexually, the most common things, now I'm not talking about like polycystic ovary syndrome or prolapsed uteruses or vulvodynia. These are medical conditions. I'm talking about fucking, I'm talking about having sex. I'm talking about oral pleasure, fingering, kissing, boob play, you know, like all the stuff that you do when you're making love and you're co-creating this delicious pleasure together by stimulating all your parts and feeling how good it feels to play with everything and rub it together. But I'm even talking about going beyond that to not just the friction, but the connection of lovemaking. So what I like to do is I like to teach people passionate lovemaking techniques. But the problem is that you can, if you know all the techniques, but you don't have any bedroom communication skills, 
then you can't, you can't ask for what you want. If you don't know what you want, you can't ask for what you want. If you have a partner who's resistant to hearing your requests, you've got to fix that. So there's the communication piece. And then there's the physical piece. And if you think about your sex life, which gets better as you age, I'm 61 and I am coming so well right now. Unbelievable how great my sex is, how great my vulva is, how it looks. It's so pretty and juicy and full and rich and lush. It's like, oh my God, so good right now. And that's because I refuse to age including my genitals. And that's what sexual biohacking is. It's essentially reversing the atrophy that comes with aging. Because if you just net it all out with regard to sex, if your genitals aren't working, you can know all the techniques and communication skills in the world. And if it hurts, you ain't doing it. So as we age and we atrophy, just like when we're 40, we're literally bigger human beings than we are by the time we're 80. We shrink and we shrivel and our genitals do too. Both our male-bodied and female-bodied partners, both the penis and the vulva. So, and one of the things that I like to make as a distinction is, and I know you do too, is that the vagina is the internal sheath and it doesn't really cover all of the parts of the entire urogenital system, which is all very sexually activated, can be very sexually activated. And vulva is really the the outer face of it. And so a lot of times I use a tantric lovemaking word, which is yoni, Y-O-N-I, which I know you're aware of. And that really, to me, encompasses the heart of our flower, the connection of our pussy to source, the fact that she's always talking to us, always telling us what she wants. If we tune into our intuitive, felt sense of body and we listen to her, and all of that to me is sexual health. And as we age, we need to keep our blood flow up because pound for pound, inch for inch, we have as much erectile tissue in our yoni as our male bodied partners do in their penis. It just fills with blood more slowly. And so we end up having this rushed sex because our guy is ready to go. He's got more testosterone than we are. He's horny every day and he wants to jam his dick in us. And we do that over and over and over again and wonder why we don't like sex, wonder why our libido is bad, wonder why we don't want to get on him all the time. And all women can orgasm from intercourse. It is a learned skill. There are 20 kinds of female orgasms and we have to allow our bodies to Let our genitals blossom, fill with blood. But as we age, our vascular system works less and less well, just like our mitochondria and everything else. We shrivel and wrinkle and we dry out. We lose lubrication. We start having incontinence. You know, these are the things that happen to us. And so how do you fix these problems? How do you nip them in the bud, prevent them from happening, stave off the problems and reverse the issues when they appear? And that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today. One of the things I know you want to talk about, and that's sexual biohacking. So that's things like FemiWave, the Joy Lux Gold, PRP shots, using good lube, taking nitric oxide supplements. These are things we women can do, plus really good yoni massage and giving ourselves time for full engorgement. So we get our three erectile tissue systems in our vulval system fully engorged. So we've got our 
more than clit hard on. We've got our urethral sponge hard on. We've got our clitoral structure hard on. We've got our perineal sponge hard on so that when our male body partner, if we're lucky enough to have one or we want one, slides his penis inside us, it makes us come without even touching the tip of our clit. We don't even need to touch the Our clit wraps around our vagina. And those are really important things to understand. We've been having sex like men, and that doesn't work for us. We haven't given ourselves time to warm up. And when it hurts, there's something we, many things we can do to reverse the pain, depending on what the problems are. There are these sexual biohacking experiences that you can do. Mm, I love that description. When it comes to like sexual biohacking and treatments, do you include like estrogen, testosterone, progesterone in that as well? Yeah, bioidentical hormone replacement, estriol, estradiol, progesterone, and testosterone, even some oxytocin. These are all really good things as you're moving into menopause, as you're in your 50s and you're moving into menopause or your late 40s. You can begin to do supplementation so your estrogen doesn't drop. You can even continue to have your period. I mean, I'm 61 and I still have mine. So, you know, it's your personal choice in today's 21st century to go through menopause or not. And I choose not to because estrogen keeps all your skin plumped up. It keeps you younger looking. It keeps you more vital when you are taking bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Yes. And estrogen is really important for bone health too, which is important for especially aging women to prevent osteoporosis, which from a medical standpoint, I don't know how much research you've done, but I'm a PA. I actually work in fertility. And one of the common things that I see is young women who have decreased ovarian reserve early menopause, ultimately. And we really focus on making sure that they're getting estrogen so that we are preserving their bone health, ultimately. When it comes to biohacking and our vaginal and gut microbes, how does neurotransmitters and hormone production, how is all of that impacted by our microbiomes? Well, everything begins in your gut, all your health, your immune system, your neurotransmitter production, your hormone production. You need a lot of healthy fats. You need your vitamin D and your B12 and your vitamin A and your vitamin K to stave off osteoporosis, to keep your cognitive function, to work with your estrogen. You need to eat a lot of healthy fats and you need to be pooping really well. You need to be able to piss like a racehorse. You need to be able to female ejaculate. I mean, your body is really a fluids champion. And when you are farting or gassy or burping or constipated, or you have irritable bowel, or you have diarrhea, these are all the signals that your gut microbiome is off. And your libido is the other side of the same coin as your health. It's literally the it's like that indicator. How horny am I? How That's how healthy you are. If you're horny, you're healthy. If you're not horny and you're getting good loving and you're taking care of yourself and all this, you've got some health issues and often it begins in the microbiome. So you got to use your prebiotics and your probiotics. You've got to get everything regulated again. You've got to reseed and grow new good bacteria in your system and feed them and reseed them so that you have healthy craps and lots of fat, good fat, and you are making all those things that you need for your libido. I love that. And your quote, if you are horny, you are healthy. 
That is an amazing quote. How do you find a provider or somebody who helps approach your sex life and your libido and your overall health from this standpoint? Because I think that a lot of people, especially the listeners, I don't think you really know how to access this type of healthcare. Mm -hmm. Well, the very first thing that I recommend people do is get themselves a hormone panel and a good basic blood panel. I've partnered with Marrick Health for people who are either don't have healthcare or they don't they don't know what to ask for or they don't have access to a functional doctor or the money to see a functional doctor. I recommend go to Marrick Health M A R E K dot health dot com slash Susan and just look at what the panels are that you should be tracking so that you can see what your current measurements are on the most important things for your libido. You can either have Marek run the panels and send the lab slips in for you, or you can, and they'll actually analyze the panels for you. And then they'll tell you what nutrients are missing, what they recommend as far as supplementation, help you get prescriptions for hormone replacement. So they do a very, very good job of this. It's literally what they do all day long is they have health coaches and doctors helping people with this exact issue because it got lost in the allopathic medicine system, in the traditional medicine system. So many people decide to go outside their system. And some people can, if they know what to ask for, you just go to my link and at least see if your doctor will give you those panels, you know, if you have a doctor. So that's where I'd get started. Mm, yes, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast that, you know, Western medicine is great. It serves its purpose. However, it really misses this functional medicine. And I, I do personally believe in functional medicine. It is a game changer for a lot of people. But I also know most people I know have never heard of functional medicine before. So I'm really excited to talk more about that. When it comes to libido and our microbiome, do you have any recommendations for how to improve the microbiome to increase our libido? Yeah, it's what I said, which is prebiotics and probiotics. That's a very, very, and cleaning up your nutrition. I mean, if you're eating white flour and white sugar and drinking alcohol, I mean, you got to start there. That's, that's what functional medicine is. Functional medicine is, is you are what you eat and you are as healthy as you move your body. Your vascular system is all important for blood flow. Getting up and moving helps you get out of depression. Eating well fixes all of these problems and it turns everything around. So I really like a book called Supergut, S-U-P-E-R-G-U-T by Dr. William Davis and another book by Dr. Cara Fitzgerald. What is it called? You know what? I'll Google it really fast while we're talking because, or I don't know if you're sitting in front of your computer while we're talking. She does a really good, healthy diet type of Fitzgerald. Let's give people younger you, younger you, which is reduce your biological age and live longer and better, which is really what biohacking is. It's reducing your biological age. So there's this notion of your chronological age, which is how old, what date were you born and how old does that make you? Okay, I'm 61. But my biological age is 43 years old. And I'm trying to push that number down. I have the biology of a 43 year old because I work out every day. I eat great. I eat lots of leafy green vegetables, lots of beets, which give me the nitric oxide for my blood flow. I eat quality proteins, healthy fats. I don't eat out at restaurants unless I must. 
I cook for myself and my family and friends. And once you start doing those things, a lot, this is what functional medicine is. It's starting in the gut. And that really helps reverse all the damage that all of the glyphosates and pesticides that are sprayed on all the foods that we eat out when we eat industrial food out at restaurants is doing to ruin our libido. And estrogen, loss of estrogen, estrogen doesn't lower your libido. It does make your vagina, specifically vagina, (laughs) have thinner tissue, which can be hurt, can hurt with penetrative sex. And it's testosterone, the loss of testosterone that you really miss when you have low libido. And testosterone is produced, like these hormones are, with cholesterol. Cholesterol is made from healthy fats, omega-3s, fatty fishes, avocados, quality nuts and seeds, coconut oil, avocado oil. These are the kinds of things that our body is required along with vitamin D3, A and K, B12, and things like minerals. Boron, for example, allows you to take bound testosterone and decouple it so that it becomes free cycling testosterone. And there's no boron left in our food anymore. This is why my supplement, what I make in my supplement company are two things, an organic nitric oxide supplement and a daily multivitamin multimineral complex with libido, natural libido botanicals in it. The things that our indigenous cultures have been taking forever to support their hormone production and blood flow, which are really the two things that you need, the testosterone and the blood flow. And so I think that's, that's kind of where you start with fixing the biome is you got to feed it with good bacteria, all the fermented foods, the kefirs and the yogurts. I make my own yogurt. There's no good bacteria in the yogurts at the store. They are basically just dairy shit. I mean, they're the worst thing for you. I make my own nut milks at home. An almond cow nut milk maker makes the most delicious nut milks. You throw in your smoothie with some collagen and some fresh or frozen berries, and you put in your green powders, and you start your morning with these things, and you put your prebiotics in there, so you're feeding your good gut bacteria, and boom, all of a sudden, you start you start crapping again. You start feeling better. You might actually want to have some sex. Yeah, and I know like when you're feeling bloated, when you're feeling gassy, you Definitely. Who wants to have sex when you're like, Ooh. you don't want a dick in there? <laughs> no, absolutely not. And you definitely don't want any backdoor play. No way. You just don't know what might happen. I love that. You know, a little bit ago, you totally blew my mind and I wanted to bring this up. You talked about how a male bodied individual, a penis shrinks with age as well. And I've always known, you know, like female bodies, I primarily work with women, women's health and the female body or the male female bodied individual. But I know that loss of estrogen, all of that leads to atrophy, but I'd never really thought about how a penis shrinks over time as well. You want to know the cruelest cut of all of that thought of that train of thought? Yes. Your vagina is actually experiencing something called vaginal laxity. When the estrogen drops and the tissue thins, the vagina gets like open, it starts to have like a gaping to it. It, The little pocket isn't tight anymore, especially if you're not exercising too, you're losing your pelvic tone. So then you have this wide open vagina. And then you're, if you're with a male bodied partner, let's just say you have a husband and he's got a dick that's 
all of a sudden 20% less big. Now he's taking his smaller penis and trying to fit it into your bigger vagina. And you can't have orgasms because you can't even clench down and get a good grip and get a good fit anymore. So you've got to reverse the atrophy on both sides of the equation. And luckily, we women are Dr. Mom. And when we go out and do our Femi wave, we drag our husbands with us and we're like, you're getting gains wave too. <laughs> yes. Well, that's a great lead in to talk more about the Femi wave. You had brought this up as a type of treatment to use for biohacking. What is Femi wave? Yeah. So there's a couple of things. A little history, a little history of my vagina. At 61, I've been biohacking my vagina for, I don't know, probably over a decade now. In my 40s, I started on bioidentical hormone and I started using organic avocado oil as lube and stopped using chemical lubes in my vagina because, you know, if you're, if you wouldn't put it in your mouth, you shouldn't put it in your vulva. You shouldn't get it near your vulva. Lubes are FDA class two medical grade products that must have preservatives in them. And the preservatives are nothing you want in your vagina. So I like to use nut oils and that helps. And then what I did when I was about 55 was I started having incontinence and vaginal laxity. And I went and got the only things that were available, which were either CO2 lasers like the Mona Lisa Touch and these kinds of things and the and the RF devices, the Vives and all these things. They named them all these fancy things. They found these lasers and they made them with a dildo stick that they put inside you and they stick it up inside your vagina and they basically go pew, 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 and they do all this subcutaneous damage that basically burns or hurts the inside of your vaginal canal so that your body is forced to fix the wound and then that allegedly makes it thicker and tighter and all those kinds of things. And it works, but it's the stupid way to go. It's like men had these lasers and went, let's stick it in a dildo shape and stick it up women's vaginas and we'll help them with other. And it's like, okay, great, but let's do that to your dick and see if you really like it. You know, it's like so patriarchal, so patriarchal. And so now there are companies like Femi Wave and Gaines Wave that have a much better technology called Acoustic Wave, which is this harmonic resonance that still stimulates new tissue growth. It knocks the plaque off the genital artery and vascular system, cleans up the blood flow, stimulates new tissue growth in a much more mild way. It doesn't hurt at all. You don't have burns. Your vagina doesn't weep. You, you do it slowly. You have six sessions. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's not a, you know, you listen to these RF people or these CO2 laser people, you know, it's a lunchtime thing. Well, it might be, I come in on my lunchtime, but my vagina is weeping from burns for weeks afterward. And so, yeah, it takes a lunchtime for the appointment. They're like, it doesn't really hurt that much. I'm like, it hurts me so badly. I'm, I wish I had known about, I wish things like Femi Wave and the V-Fit Gold, which I'm going to show you, were available when I started years ago trying to make sure that I was reversing the atrophy in my vagina, but they're here today. So that's good news. And Femi Wave's acoustic wave technology is just, there's, there's linear and there's radial waves. They go different sur surface depths down into the skin. They hold it on the outside. Basically, they hold it on the outside, on the left and right 
above your mons where your urethral system is to stimulate tissue growth as it disintegrates. They put it on each side of your labia. And what's great about that is that as an older woman, your labia start to sag. Somebody told me recently, Joan Rivers used to call that bunny slippers. She looked down at her vagina. She looked, at the time, they called it vagina. She looked down at her vulva and thought, oh, I've got bunny slippers in my underpants. And I thought that was so cute because <laughs> it's just this saggy, furry thing. Now we shave. Most of us are you know, a little more bare down there. But you have this saggy labia and you want it to be plump, right? You want it to be nice and juicy. And then they do it at the base of the pelvic bowl in the perineal area so they can help with the actual pelvic bowl musculature. And then I always ask for a little extra right on the clitoral structure. Why not? I know it responds to these things and it does great with that too. So slowly you're doing a tiny little bit of micro damage. Your body is repairing it. And then over time, it's building all that new tissue. You can accelerate that healing with an O-shot, which is PRP. Have you heard about that? I have heard about it. I haven't talked about it on the podcast or anything like that, but I am kind of familiar with PRP and the O-shot. Okay, good. Would you like me to describe it or would you like to describe it? Go ahead and describe it for us. Okay. I always like to give people kind of the budget and the luxury versions of things because some people are like, just do everything all at once. I'll write the check. And other people are like, I got to watch my money. I'm just going to start with the Femi wave. And the Femi wave is kind of your baseline for reconstituting the tissue, improving, because a lot of women have sensitivity loss. They have a harder time achieving orgasm as they age because they've atrophied. They actually lose so much tissue in their vulva and they have incontinence and thinning. And so FemiWave helps with all the variety of things because it's stimulating that whole urogenital system, which is what I love. It's not just going up in your vagina and burning it. It's stimulating new growth in the whole urogenital area. And then the O-shot or PR orgasm shot or PRP, platelet-rich plasma, essentially is a practitioner draws and often the Femi Wave person also does the PRP that they work together. They're almost always like, do you want Femi Wave and an O-shot? Say yes, if you can afford it. It's about 1500 a piece. And the way that you do it is you draw the blood, you put it in a centrifuge, your practitioner does, puts it in a centrifuge, pulls off the red and white blood cells, and you're left with the healing factors from your own body. When you cut yourself, your body sends Your body has a release of signals that say, I've been wounded, come heal this. When you add extra PRP to an area that's been slightly wounded, which is really what you're doing, but not burned and painful, just a slow, easy, it's like making a stew, not like fresh flash frying something, which is what the old stuff was. What that does is it adds the healing and growth factors to aid in the recovery, reconstituting the tissue from your own body's healing process. And then you can add stem cells, exosomes into that mixture as well. There are many practitioners carrying that. If you want the luxury luxury, you can add that in. So that is what works very well at reconstituting and sexual biohacking, the vagina and the vulva that are starting to have these issues. There's one other device that there are people who can't afford to do that won't go to a doctor, don't have anyone near them, and who still need some relief 
from all of these symptoms and issues. And that's where this V-Fit gold comes in, joylux.com slash Susan. I always have a special because I always tell everybody about this home vaginal rejuvenation device. So they make me a special, you get extra photon gel, you get wipes, you get a carrying case. When you go to my link, joylux.com, J-O-Y-L-U-X.com slash Susan. And this particular product goes inside your vagina. It kind of looks a little bit like a vibrator, but it's not. It's a medical grade device done at home that uses red light, which is photobiomodulation. So that stimulates new tissue growth, new mitochondrial cell growth, thickens up the tissue, relubricates the vagina, uses warmth for recollagenation of the vaginal mucosa, and it uses the vibration for Kegel toning, shoring up the pelvic muscular musculature, helping reverse the urinary uh, incontinence. What it doesn't do is give you a, a labial lift. It won't do that. Femi lift is like really the one for that. If you want a plump, nice, juicy, beautiful, you know, looking good vulva that way, that's really the best. But I love this because within eight to 10 weeks, you can reverse almost all women can reverse the painful issues they've had. A lot of women have a problem where they're like, I never had sex with my husband. I hated him. Now I'm going back out into dating. And I think my vagina is fused shut. (laughs) I'm like, ease this in very slowly over time and reconstitute your vagina. This will also, this is very good for pre-foreplay. In the morning, you know, you're going to have a date with your male body partner. He's going to want to put his penis inside you. It's a really good thing to do your femi, do your joy lux, do your, your V-Fit. It's called V-Fit Gold. And that just warms up the whole vaginal canal and gets it really juicy and going so that when you start your yoni massage and your makeout and your love making and your oral pleasuring and those kind of warm up things, you've got a kickstart, which is really nice. So the two things work beautifully together, or they are two two solutions that you could consider depending on budget. Because I think, I don't remember how much, it's under $500. It might even be under $400 now. They keep dropping the prices. Their company grows and they get more volume. They're mostly sold through doctors, but you can buy them online at the link. So those are the things that just work great for reconstituting our pleasure. So who would be a good candidate for the Femi Wave? Is it all women or is it like a particular type of woman? Who, how would you know that this is a procedure that you should investigate or look into? Well, remember, you can always get a free consultation for anything. So don't be afraid to ask for free consultations for things when you talk about treatments and practitioners of any kind. It's within your right to have a discussion about whether it's right for you. And there are women who have contraindications, you know, things like lichen sclerosis or what have you, right? I mean, I'm sure there are contraindications of many. Some women who maybe they've got to solve an intractable vaginal microbiome issue, for example, which, by the way, starts with the main microbiome, right? But generally, all vulva owners who are having any kind of atrophy, incontinence, sensation, loss, vaginal pain, loss of lubrication, it's going to get all the tissue in the vulva kind of youthed, 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Perfect. Now I would love to talk a little bit more about sex. So one thing that I find with a lot of women that I talk to is that they don't realize the sex that they are having is not the best that it could be. How do you help women understand that sex could be better? And like, what in the world does good sex even look like? Everybody likes different kinds of sex, but the sex that I think is very, very nice, and I'm going to go with a man and a woman type of sex. It can work woman to woman, man to man. It's all good. I'm just going to describe what is the sex that the majority of people are having. You're completely at ease and relaxed. You're excited and turned on. Your lover holds you, strokes you and pets you and tells you how beautiful you are. The room is nice. The light is nice. The music is pleasurable. You've got a stack of soft, dry, fluffy towels. You've got a liberator fascinator under you so you don't have to worry about getting anything, any lube or calm on anything. You've got privacy. You're feeling good about yourself. You're willing to let go of your body shame and your body image issues and know that your partner thinks you're beautiful and that you are beautiful and that all bodies are imperfect. And we women, we just look the way we look and our dudes like that. It just somehow is magical. And we look into our partner's eyes and we say, can you tell me three things you love about me? And they tell you, I love how smart you are and courageous you are in your life. And I love your sweet little face. It's so precious to me. And I love how good you are to your mother. You're just such a nice daughter. Those are just three things that I've been appreciating about you in the last 24 hours. Oh, and that turkey meatloaf was fantastic, babe. You're such a good cook and I love you for it. And then you say, I have this crick in my neck and I was wondering if you could rub it before we begin our lovemaking date. Of course, darling, you tell me every place that hurts and I'm going to just take care of all of that. Let me get that big toe that always hurts because you stubbed it. Let me get that little spot on your back for you. Oh yeah, that feels good. Now come here and let me just hold you for a minute. And you hold, your partner holds you, you snuggle into his arm, you put a pillow there so your head is comfortable. You just get really, really comfortable. If he's scratchy, you've got a little, a little, you know, soft cotton baby blanket that you put right where his scratchy leg would be bothering you or he would be sweaty or clammy. And then he just holds you and he just starts stroking your body from the top of your hair, down your back, down your ass. He strokes your arms from shoulder to hand. He's not in any hurry at all. He's just loving being with you. And then he starts just kissing your forehead and kissing your eyelids like they're little butterfly kisses. He's not trying to jam his tongue in your mouth. He's just, he's just loving you. He's just being. He's not doing. And something comes up for you and you're like, baby, I just need to get something off my chest. And he says, okay, tell me, just tell me everything. I just want to listen. And you're like, well, my mom really pissed me off the other day or whatever, you know, this thing happened at work. And you're kind of like, and you get all that out. And then you're just like, oh, I feel so good now. And then he just starts to rub your body some more. And suddenly your eyes teared up a little and you're, you got some saliva running in your mouth. And you look at him and he looks at you and you're like, God, I love this man. He's 
so beautiful to me. He's so sexy. He's so patient. He adores me so much. And you just want to kind of like shimmy around on top of him and just start kissing him. And he grabs your breasts very gently and he just feels them in his hands and he's stroking your clavicles while he's kissing your lips delicately. And you start just kissing and then you start just touching the tip of your tongue on the tip of his tongue. And then you start getting a little turned on and you start like grinding him a little tiny bit and you really feel like your pussy is starting to swell and he's starting to play with your nipples and he's stroking your nipple, like barely touching it, but it's like making your vagina contract and it's like giving you little internal pussy gasms and you're loving it. And he's kissing your neck and he's sucking on your neck and he's just kissing you everywhere. And then he says, hey, babe, I'd really like to give you a yoni massage. Would you let me lie you down and butterfly your legs open and put pillows under your knees and just bring you pleasure for as long as you'd like it. I don't want you to hurry. There's no end game here, darling. And if we don't have sex tonight, I'm fine with that. I want you to follow your body. You tell me what she wants and I will thank you. Every time you give me a little feedback, oh, that feels good. Oh, could you knead my pussy lips? Oh, could you rub that spot on my mons that always hurts? Oh, I love the feeling of where you're stroking above my clit, not right on my clit, but like the clit hood. And oh my God, that tracing down my inner labial edges feels so delicious. Pretty soon you realize you're super wet and you're kind of squirming for him to put his fingers inside you. And you say, could you use a little bit more lube and maybe keep one hand on the outside stroking my clit and maybe rest one side just at the entrance to my vagina? Sure, babe. I want to do whatever you want. You just keep telling me that's what I need. I give you anything you want. And he's just stroking your G-spot and awakening your G-spot and just touching the tip of it and just stroking your clit really lightly and your clit's starting to get hard. And pretty soon you've got a clitoral erection. You can feel you've got this amazing little boner and it feels so nice and labia is all swollen and you're like oh god I definitely want to make out with him for a minute again and you flip him you get out of that and you're like babe I need to get on top of you and make out with you again I just want to like grind my face into yours I want you to stick your tongue down my throat and you just have this like super hot deep kissing make out and then you're like I want you to go down on me but before I do I just have to put your cock in my mouth for just a second, just a couple little licks. I just want to feel you in my mouth. And you get on top of him and you go down on him and you enjoy it. No pressure. You're not trying to get him to have an orgasm. You're just enjoying the pleasure of his penis in your mouth. You're rolling it across your lips and rolling it in between your cheeks and your teeth. And you're licking it and you're sucking it and you're just sliding up and down on it. And pretty soon you're like, now I want you to eat my pussy. And he gets you up on this little pillow throne. And he just puts pillows up under your butt. He puts pillows under your legs. He gives you a little blanket to keep the top of you warm. He gives you your vape. You have a little puff of cannabis. And he just goes down on you so slowly. He never goes right for the clit. He works from the outside in. He kisses your thighs and your groin. And he's just like, oh my God, he is enjoying this. Like he's lost in you. He's getting off on going down on you. He's not trying to make you come. 
you're just coming the whole time because you guys have had these opportunities so many times. You have such good sex. And so you're coming and you're coming with these nice, light, little orgasms. He's not grinding your clit and trying to give you one. And then pretty soon you're like, okay, I'm ready. I want you inside me. I have to have it. And then you start doing different techniques. I have a whole series of intercourse techniques that I teach how to use a penis, how to use a vulva during intercourse. Your pussy is just like a blooming rose, like a lotus flower that's bloomed in the nighttime moonlight. And you're wet and you're juicy and you love him and you want him and your skin is just on fire. And every place he touches you is feeling so good. And he enters you and he's so slow about it. He's not ramming inside you. He's waiting for your yoni to pull him in. He wants to feel her like sucking him in. And slowly you start to make love. You take breaks. You try different sex positions. Do it off the edge of the bed. Now let's try doggy style. I need to be on top. I need some cowgirl. And you're just flipping and rolling and laughing and having fun and taking sips of water and there's no hurry. And you're like, oh my God, this is so good. And pretty soon he has his ejaculatory orgasm because he doesn't know there's 20 kinds of orgasms he can have. And that orgasm and ejaculation are two separate systems in the body. He could start having full body orgasms and he'll he'll learn that soon. He's almost ready. But for now, he comes inside you. You rest with him for a minute. And then you're like, hey, babe, I think I've got a few more cums in me. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, do you want to lean back against me and use your vibrator on your clit while I play with your nipples some more? Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, well, you just nestle right back here, baby. Let's get those pillows under your legs so you can just totally relax. And you just rip off a couple of really good vibrator cums and you're just like, ah, and you have these like super deep cums that just like your whole pelvis just contracts in the deepest way after those femi waves. You have the ability to like really come in a way you've not ever come in your life. And you're like, oh my God, that Susan Bratton was right. Comes get better with practice. And you just have this incredible experience where you had effortless orgasms, deep heart connection, ease, grace, pleasure, and passion. Mm. Well, on that note, that was so good. I love that. And I think that there are so many examples in there of what good sex can look like and that it's not just penetration. It's not just we get in and we do the thing and we come and that's that. And partner ejaculates. There is so much more to sex. There's so much more pleasure to explore and enjoy. And the end game isn't necessarily ejaculation or even penetration. And so many people, I think, focus on that. And uh, so I love your example of what good sex can look like. And I wish that more people understood that that's what it can be like, that it doesn't have to be what we're taught or really not taught and that you just go in there and you do your thing. Like it can be so much more and you deserve so much more. And our partners want us to have it. They just don't know what to do. And all of the things that I talked about are all techniques I teach. 
from the yoni massage to the kissing to the soulmate embrace to the sexual soulmate pact where you can ask anything to the five types of vibrators you can use to have cross orgasmic train orgasmic cross training to the intercourse techniques that make it incredibly pleasurable for a woman to the male multiple orgasm techniques like literally i've devoted decades of my life to expanding out a portfolio of techniques that couples can learn because it's a never ending opportunity to increment your knowledge and to get better and better in bed together. Mm, Yes. And like you said, coming gets better with practice. So I think if the listeners take one thing away from today's episode, it's, it's go practice, whatever that looks like for you, go practice, go enjoy, have fun. And also like learn and investigate what different types of options are available for you to have better sex outside of the bedroom from maybe a more medical standpoint or like the sexual biohacking standpoint. Yeah. If something's holding you back, fix it. I mean, you're going to be fixing a lot more shit when you get old. So this is just the beginning. You (laughs) might as well not suffer. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. This has been such an amazing conversation, Susan. I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. Where can the listeners find you at? My main site is personallifemedia.com. You can use the search box and enter any keywords and find answers to anything I've talked about today. My website, betterlover.com, is it has hundreds of videos. Like if, if Yoni Massage perked you up or, you know, the little cunnilingus pillow plan I was talking about, any of those things, that's all at Better Lover. I give it all away for free. I'm on Instagram and that's really like, who's this crazy Susan Bratton? What does she look like? You know, it's just more like my personal self-expression page because at 61, I want to look beautiful and vibrant and sexy. And I like to post those pictures of myself. And I am starting an OnlyFans under my name, Susan Bratton as well, because I can't put my sex techniques on Instagram or Facebook or any place like that. So I'm moving into a a professional OnlyFans page where I'm offering lots of free sex techniques and making those available. So I'm glad to have something where there's section where lovemaking gets lumped in with pornography for me. And I, I don't have any, I'm censored because I'm about sexuality. And so you can find me on there if you're even more curious and bold. Yes, I love that for you. I think that OnlyFans is a great resource. And I've had many conversations on the podcast about shadow banning and censorship on social media platforms. And it's just so unfortunate that society shuns or shames our sexuality and our pleasure and limits what people learn and know. So thank you so much. Media. And that's one of the ways they control us. They control media and all the money. They want pharmaceutical ads. They don't want holistic health. They don't want sex. They don't want any of that. They don't want us to be sexually self-expressed. And we have to fight against that as women. We have to stand up for our rights. We have to stand up for the rights of our sisters. And we have to stand up for the rights of our sex life. And through podcasts like yours, we have an opportunity to come together and go, yeah, that's how it should be. Mm. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life or feel like you're having good sex, but curious about how to make it even better? 
Are you desiring a deeper, intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me, and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Denell, go to coaching.jordandenell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.